Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beal. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips, and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal. Welcome to Living Well. I'm your host, Ann Beal, and I have Kristen Archer from HealthRevolution.com. She is joining us again after our Thanksgiving show last week. We were talking about toxins in our food and toxins in the home. And last week, she came up with some wonderful Thanksgiving recipes for the turkey and the dressing and all those wonderful things. A wonderful meal with no fuss. Right. With less toxins and as much gone as possible. And then at the end, we got into a talk on toxins in the home. And so we didn't get past all that. We didn't get finished with it. And you had even talked about a few things that are very simple that will help people just be healthier and also to realize most people don't realize Mm -hmm. that your home is filled with toxins. Right. And so you're going to help us know how to rid our homes of those as best as we can. And so welcome to the show, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you for having me back on today. I'm so excited to be here. Well, and I, I think for you, you have five children. Yes. And so... When they're small, every mom wants to keep the home safe. Right. And we're going around putting plugs in the walls and, you know, making sure that we're really being healthy for our kids. Right. And, and it's sad nowadays, no matter how hard you try, based on what you know, mm-hmm. there's so much you don't know that is really, really important. Right. Yeah. The more I've looked into it, the more it's just kind of alarming, actually, how many things we're not only um, – just not aware of that are being put in there, but it's it's almost an intentional deception as far as what's being put in our products and what we're what we're being led to believe. So <clears throat> the more I've looked into it, the more I've just realized it, it's definitely worth diving into and taking the time to educate yourself and learn for the protection of your family. Like you said, there's nothing more important than our children um, mm-hmm. and for our safety. And we do so we go to so many great lengths to protect them every day. But maybe we don't look even past what we're even just putting on for a lotion or a bath, you know, bath soap, our body wash or our laundry soap. Those, those kinds of things are so important when it comes to protecting our family as well. You know, we talked about the food last week and you did mention the GMOs mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Um, as you know, just went through the Senate and passed which is very disturbing that it passed, that all GMO foods don't have to be labeled. Right. And so you're getting uh, genetically modified food, which mm-hmm. is what we talked about, the wheat, the mm-hmm. barley rye that has the pesticide in the actual gene. They've added pesticides. And then they spray pesticides on top of the flour and on top of things to help them dry faster. Right. But the actual hybrid genetic changed wheat, barley, rye, and there's lots of other things that are like that. They no longer have to label those. Right. And they also passed putting aspartame in our milk instead of sugar, getting out the milk sugar and putting aspartame so it doesn't have the fat in it. And they're not, they don't have to label that either. Wow, that's so scary. It is. And it's very frustrating for parents who work so hard Right. To protect their family. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for you, you know, I know you mentioned that a little bit last week. And so I didn't know if everyone knew what GMO and non-GMO meant. When we say non-GMO, basically we we just mean regular food that we, you know, used to have that you could just go pick outside. It's better to grow it if you can and go pick it or go to a farmer's market. Anything like that where you're not getting it from the grocery store. 
where it is. I mean, people would think buying fruits and vegetables and grains, because they're saying lots of grains, lots of fiber. Right. People think that they're, if they stay on the outside of the aisles, they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But now with the non-GMO, that, I mean, with the GMO and the hybrid everything. It's really hard. It is hard. You really have to be your own detective. And I think that was um, what we were sort of realizing whenever we were overcoming um, a lot of health conditions that that the world doesn't have any answers for. And so um, we just decided we've got to be our own advocate. And that's really where it started. It started with um, food. And then it started with, you know, let's look into what's going on in our home that's actually causing all of these conditions to just skyrocket because it's not just my family. It's the numbers and the statistics are are crazy. And we can't just keep doing what everyone's doing and not expect to be a statistic. And so um, that's really my my passion um, as I go around and I teach and I help people is I just want to help um, unlock the wheels in their head and help people start connecting the dots and realizing that we we are in um, we are a result of our environment. Um, we we become a result of our environment in lots and yeah. lots of different ways. Whether it's what we're putting in our body or what we're putting on our body or what we're surrounded and we're breathing in. So it's really an important aspect of our health. So many things that you work with um, to achieve to keep all the toxins out are because of the autoimmune disorder your daughter had and the autoimmune disorder you had. Right. Uh, quickly tell us the name, real quick. It's it's called the acronym is RSD or CRPS, which stands for Chronic Regional Pain Syndrome. Um, easy, easy to look it up and find out all the information about it. But unfortunately, there's not really any answers. It's only pain management, and um, it's a very debilitating um, condition. And um, you know, it's it's pretty rare, but it's not rare that people end up with a debilitating condition these days. And um, and we just were adamant to uncover and turn over every stone until we could sort of figure out what it was that was causing this to happen to both myself and my daughter. And um, Well, and see, a lot of people would just say, oh, it's genetic, right? right. But autoimmune is not genetic. Right. Autoimmune didn't even used to be around. Right. Um, and so there's lots of different kinds of autoimmune. Mm-hmm. As you say, that's rare. Well, all of them can't, are, that, that's what they say, you know. They're getting more and more common over time, different kinds. But I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, and it, I, they have been labeled an autoimmune disorder, that they have that. And they'll say it's rare. It's something I've never heard of. But all autoimmune disorders are caused by the same thing. They're just coming out in different parts of the body. Right. And they all involve pain, mm-hmm. right? And so for you, because it was you and your daughter, is that what tipped you off, that it must be something in your environment? Yeah, that's really what did it for me. It was almost... Um, the same month that we had finally finished up um, almost over a year of treatment for her and um, seeking just alternative um, options with with medical doctors. Um, But I really looked outside the box to try to find somebody that would go beyond the symptoms and kind of help us get to the root cause. And so whenever um, we just kind of sought and sought and sought on that, and it was almost a year after by the time she was done with physical therapy and really on the mend, and we were just praising the Lord, and then I ended up um, having a motorcycle accident and broke mm-hmm. my ankle. And um, and I thought I really resisted um, all of it because I thought, oh, gosh, I don't want to have to have a surgery. I've never had surgery in my life, and um, I just didn't want to have that happen. Went to several different specialists. They all said, no, I have to have the surgery. So ended up having it, and um, I kept t- calling the doctor's office, and they 
I think that the nurses thought I was a hypochondriac because they kept brushing me off and I kept telling them these symptoms, but I'd never had a cast on before. So I didn't know, really know what was to be expected or normal. What, so it wasn't healing or it, it was wasn't swelling? Healing. Or? It was swelling and I was in terrible, terrible pain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was the situation that had happened with my daughter when she hadn't even had, you know, any kind of a surgery. It was really, she had a very, very minor injury. Like it would be almost like if you just barely twisted your ankle when you were right. walking. And so that for her, it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. Instead of getting better over two weeks time, she ended up declining so drastically. There was tons of swelling. She had lost the temperature in her leg was cold. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of a gray purple color and swollen up. It looked like elephantitis is what her leg looked like from just a minor twist that she was walking on for a day. And then it just went downhill. And so for me, my after surgery um, recovery time, I was doing pretty good. But then it started going downhill and the swelling was getting more in my my toes were turning purple and things like that. And I would talk to the doctor's office and they thought I was crazy. So um, I ended up cutting off my cast. And um, then I actually asked them, I said, would you guys please take this cast off? It's driving me nuts. And they said, no, 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 we can't cut it off. And so I cut it off myself. And then um, they suddenly made room to see me and (laughs) made an appointment slot open right away for me to come in. And actually the doctor apologized and he said, you know what, you were right. This is what's going on. And, And, you know, I hate to tell you, I've never seen this before, but that's exactly what it is. Classic symptoms. Everything's spot on. So I ended up going to see a specialist that we had taken my daughter to. And um, after they had done all the blood work and tried to line everything up and really did rule out, you know, was it possibly something genetic for us? Mm -hmm. um, He couldn't find anything. And we had done tons and tons of tests. And um, he specializes in this. And he said, really, he's never seen a genetic connection. Um, And so... It, it just made me go back. I'm like, okay, I don't want anyone else to um, fall to the same situation in my family. And we need to figure out what it is that we're doing um, that could possibly be a key or a link to um, this malfunction in our body. Right. And so for me, that was toxins. And, um, you know, I just really wanted to, and, and I had been um, very careful about the toxins we were putting in our food or in our body through our food. And I think that, you know, for the most part, the majority of our population realizes that we should be careful. We don't, we should buy organic when we can. We should do all these things, but we kind of lost the connection to environmental toxins and our personal health. I think that um, for some reason, maybe it's the chemical industry, I'm not sure, but we have had this perception that environmental toxins are harmful for the environment and environmental toxins are hurting our ozone layer or environmental toxins are causing climate change. Mm. And those are all very far away from our personal lives. And so it's, we're not taking a lot of concern into what environmental toxins are doing to impact us. So when we realize that actually environmental toxins are in our home and they're harming our families, then we it, it suddenly becomes a different story as far as far as how much we want to take concern or be con- concerned about finding every one of them and removing them from the home. So you started with what? What did you start removing from the beginning? Okay, so right away, um, I've got my five kids. Four of them are boys, and they were playing football, and we live on well water. And so if anybody else lives in the country, you know that you don't even have to have dirty clothes, and you can leave them in the washer for an extra 30 minutes, and all of a sudden things are sort of um, mildewy or they're going to get a little bit of a stench to them because there's no chlorine in the water. And so um, a friend of mine, when they were all four playing um, football, a friend of mine said, oh, you could just get some of this stuff. She found it at Sam's. You just throw it in the water. It's called Odoban. Just add it to your laundry. What's an antimicrobial? 
and it totally does remove and annihilate every smell that you can imagine. Um, but it also, I felt like that was where when we went back and investigated and started reading labels as to what we were doing, right. um, it just became very um, just obvious to me that this is a bad idea. You know, things that we're washing our clothes with, we're surrounding, we're sort of encasing our whole body with them and up you know, snugged up tight to every pore on our body or every pore of our skin. And then all day long, our body is just breathing us in. We forget that our skin is the largest organ in our body. And um, so, you know, when you would work out or when we sleep and our body relaxes and it's trying to heal and instead we're just breathing in toxins from what we've washed our clothes with, for me, that was a big, like, okay, that seemed obvious. We've got to change that. And so we started making our own laundry soap. And um, and that was when I started thinking about essential oils because now, I thought... Let me, let me ask you a question. Sure. The auto band... Auto band. Auto band mm-hmm. is... You decided away from that, or you continued using it? No, I totally, no. I've never used it again since. Okay. Throw it out. Throw it out. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify that, because it sounded like, so I'm going to mark it out on my paper. Yes, Okay. Stay away from it. And I mean, you know, somebody else may look at it and be like, oh, it's not that bad. Well, for me, that was my decision. I was like, this is gone. Because it's just adding more chemicals? It's totally adding more chemicals. Antimicrobial means anti-life, so it's destroying I did not know that. You're right. Antro. Yeah. Okay. So no Odo band just added to the laundry. You made your own soap. Now we make our own soap um, because we got snowed in one time and we didn't have any laundry soap. (laughs) And I was like, this can't be that hard. And I do say that a lot. This can't be that hard. I did the same thing with the hand (laughs) soap one time. And then I kind of from there added some good smelling pellets in Uh there and things like that. And so we've created this incredible laundry detergent. There is a website called, I, I don't know. I just know that if you Google the best laundry detergent ever or something like that. You get all these recipes for right. great, great laundry soap. And so for you, what did you make your, do you mind if I ask that? Oh, sure. Go ahead. How did you make your laundry soap? Okay. So one of my best friends was already making her laundry soap. And so I was, she actually um, is, I wouldn't put her as one of those crafty people on the list, but she was, and I was like, okay, you're doing it. It can't be that hard. I was kind of like you. It can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. Um, but really, it, it didn't matter how hard it was. I was really determined. And synthetic fragrances are the worst for our health. We don't think about it. They smell good. They're tricky. They're deceptive, but they're so harmful for us. And now that I've really gotten a lot of the synthetic stuff out of our household, if I go down the um, laundry soap aisle, I am overwhelmed with a headache right away. It is so overwhelming. Um, sort of like when you clean out your food and stuff, you taste other things. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so strong. Well, that's how synthetic uh, chemicals are. So anyway, do I have time to tell you about this? Well, let me ask you, you do not have any autoimmune symptoms now. No. That's why we're telling you this because by her removing these from her home and the food as well, Mm -hmm. you did, and she didn't go crazy. I mean, you're not like a over-the-top, crazy, fanatic. fanatic. Mm -hmm. Okay, not at all. And that's why I wanted you on the show because you you did a lot of really simple things that helped you and it made your symptoms go away, as we say a lot. Okay, so the laundry soap, just quickly tell us what's in it, what you add, you know. Okay, so it's you take a bar of Fels naphtha and you you basically um, grate it down and then you pour boiling water on top of it. It's been a long time since I've made this recipe. Well, first tell us what's in it. Okay, it's Fells Naphtha. It is... Which um, is a soap. It's actually a soap bar. Yes. That you buy... You can buy it at the grocery store. This, yes. This whole section, buy the laundry soap where you'd normally buy your stuff. Mm-hmm. Farther down, you'll see Fells, F-E-L-S, mm-hmm. Naphtha. Now, how do you spell the last... last? <laughs> it, it's N-A-P-T-H-A. Yes. Okay. And it's just a bar of soap. And you'll find it on the laundry, on the laundry aisle, right. actually. It's great. Um, 
And so it's just an old-timey, I think it's made with lye. It's just an old-timey soap that's been around forever. Um, and then borax, which is another um, just box um, that you'll find there. When you go and you look for this, if you're like, wow, this is here on this aisle. I've never seen it. Our <laughs> parents used to use it. My, my mom, I remember seeing borax. So right. The box of borax, kind of like a box of baking soda. Right. Right. A big box. We she just go keep... grab our Tide. We don't look at all this other stuff. Yeah, but... a big box of baking soda, not a little box of baking soda. So it's got borax. So... Yes, so it's it's really there, borax. And then um, washing soda, which um, I think is usually, you're probably going to find it by the Arm & Hammer brand. Yeah, same washing people who, soda. Yeah, same people make baking soda. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so then it's just water. And then um, there's several different recipes out there, but um, there's one that has the Thieves um, household cleaner. And I love that because it really lifts the um, the soil out of the clothing. It's a whitener, too. So I love that one the best. But, but there's lots and lots of different recipes. That's sort of the basic. And that's why... That is why Thieves is good for toothpaste. Because I I, I was wondering why it whitened our teeth. Mm -hmm. I did not know it was a whitener. So adding it to the laundry, not only does it kill bacteria and, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. It's because it's an antibiotic, bacterial, all that kind of stuff. But it's also a whitener. That's awesome. Okay. So... Anything else? So you, these are what you add: the Fels Nafta, the borax soap, the washing soda, and and now this water. you're going to use a five gallon bucket to make this. This is, makes a ton of soap. So you're going to spend maybe unless you make it, you can make it smaller. You can make it smaller. You just yeah. cut it in half. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get a five gallon bucket, you can make a lot. And that's what we do because with the kids at college, they're constantly calling me. Can I get more laundry soap? Because they don't want to spend the money, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, and they like the smell because we added a lot of really good smells. And so it smells so good. Right. And so that, that's this is why I actually turned on to essential oils is because I thought, you know, um, I, I got to have a smell to my laundry soap. And so I thought that essential oils were just concentrated scents. And they are. They work phenomenal for now, that. Now, Thieves is a great one that you mm-hmm. get through Young Living. It's actually called Thieves, youngliving.com. Um, how about... Because we talked a little bit about orange oil last week and lemon oil. Mm-hmm. Could you add those? Either oh, one of those? absolutely. They smell they, so good. Yeah, oh lemongrass, lavender. Lemon I mean, there's it goes on and on of all. Just whatever you're in the mood for, really. It makes wonderful smells. And, you know, it makes sense about the laundry. I hadn't really thought about walking around in your clothes all day long if you have toxins in your clothes. Mm-hmm. How about, you know, I hadn't even thought about it. We'll get on to that next time after break about even buying clothes. We can make really go crazy. We don't want to go crazy. <laughs> so I'm thinking, wait, if you have toxins in your clothes, okay, whatever. I don't need to go so crazy. Now, so, I have this recipe on my website, though, which is thehealthrevoillution.com, and it's on my resource tabs. There's a couple different recipes there. Okay, and that is hard to find. I'm going to have to talk to you about this because <laughs> I did it wrong. Health Rev Oil Lucian. So and we have to put the word the at the front of it. The, the Health Rev the Oil. Health Rev Oil. And so if you'll just put an I in between the O. So uh, O-I-L-U-T-I-O-N. Exactly. Yes. Or this is what I found. You can Google Kristen Archer as well and you'll find her website. Um, but you also have a Facebook by the same name. Mm-hmm. So the Health Rev Yes. So you guys go to break. And if you go to that website and you can see the recipe, if you're in the car, you can't really do that. Um, And so that's why we give it to you. And we will continue with what you did next. And everyone wants to know, how many did it take? Did it take very many before your symptoms started going away? Many. Removing many toxins. Well, 
I mean, actually, I went to the doctor. So I my symptoms went away when I was done with my medical care. This was prevention. Like, I wanted to make sure that we weren't doing anything that was going to add more detriment to our health. Okay, so, so we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Okay, you guys, we're going to go to break. Stay here. We'll be right back with Kristen Archer from TheHealthRevolution.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to LifeSolutionsCoachingAndCounseling.com or email them at LifeSolutions.com cc at yahoo.com are you ready for a health life and empowerment show in one then be sure to listen every week for living well with ann beal ann takes her long-running tv show to the internet talk radio airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life by hearing from the experts and those who have found success our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ann Beal, and I have Kristen Archer here from thehealthrevolution.com, helping us know how to take toxins out of our home. And one of the things we started with was... Laundry, laundry soap. Laundry soap. Laundry soap. Laundry I've soap. got a big family, so laundry soap's a big deal. Well, and you gave us a great recipe. Um, I just saw you were looking at DIY uh, laundry detergent, mm-hmm. and that's what I was like, yeah, DIY. Everybody loves DIY. Right. <laughs> DIY. And you know what's funny? I'm not really a DIY kind of person. I'm really not. It needs to be so simple <laughs> for me, and it needs to be fast. I love the idea of saving money. We are definitely frugal with how we spend our money. Single income. There's seven mounds to feed at our house. And that is a lot of laundry, by the way. So DIY is, they get complicated. Yeah, they can. It's more like Martha Stewart. Right. Kind of but it's a little simpler than yes. Martha Stewart. Yes, but yours, yes, yes. you've taken that and you've even made it simpler, more simple, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call that. <laughs> um, and really narrowed it down because that's what I did too. This laundry detergent you just mentioned, I didn't put the oil in there. That's the only thing. I was using the Scentsy mm-hmm. fragrances. So I want you to fill us in on how you made it smell really good. So I started to tell Ann during the break that, um, you know, when I started making this, a friend of mine was making it already. And I thought, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Okay. She promised me it was 
was really easy, so I gave it a try. But there was that the issue of the smell, and she was doing it to be economical, and um, she was adding in a bunch of synthetic fragrances at the end um, to make it smell like this just the regular store bought detergent. And um, and I just was, had to put the brakes on there because that's exactly why I was wanting to make my own was to get that stuff out of our detergent. And so I use essential oils. And, I mean, they are so concentrated. One drop of peppermint is equal to 28 cups of peppermint tea. I mean, it is a powerful punch of scent. There's options galore. And peppermint oil takes your appetite away. Yeah. Because we put it in brownies, and we only ate one brownie. It was the weirdest thing. We had brownies left over, and everyone just had one. So we had tons. And it's not because they weren't delicious. They're awesome. No, it was weird. Same thing with lemon oil. I love it. So how much would you put in the laundry detergent? How many drops? Okay, so you can do this two different ways. What I've started doing, because I kind of change my, um, what I want it to smell like, depending on the load I'm doing. Like if I'm doing dish towels, I'll maybe want it to smell different. So I stopped putting the oil in the big batch. And instead, I just add it to my machine. So I put it in the rinse cycle. So I'll just put maybe three or four drops is all it takes. And if you really in have... In the rinse cycle. In the you rinse, just say that? The rinse I'm cycle. Like, you just have to understand. Like, <laughs> for the longest time in college, trying to catch the rinse cycle was very frustrating to me. Right? Right. And so my mom was always like, you add softener at the rinse cycle. Right? And so I was just, I'd miss it. And so for people who are, like, going to put it in and go... So I have an HE machine, and a lot of people do have that now. So it has a little spot where you can add it in the beginning and then just close the door and forget all about it, which is, I would miss the rinse cycle too, Ann, if I <laughs> if I had to go it back and remember it at so a certain if you, time. if you add it in to the powder, can you add it in? Yes. And then just mix it in. Yes, you can yeah. totally do that. So if you just, you know, I think it's kind of fun because I sort of, I like to change my scent. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes in the mood for lavender, sometimes in the mood, we have one called Citrus Fresh, and then there's the Thieves, so it gets fall, the handheld smell one. Wonderful if you use thieves. Now, thieves is what people used when the guys who were robbing the bodies from the black, from the plague right. a long time ago. Right. You can look that up. There's a whole story about the history behind the thieves' essential oil. And they didn't get any. They were. They didn't get sick. And that's why when they got caught, they wanted to know what they did. Right. Like, that's a so, real story. And so it's a combination of a lot of spices. Mm-hmm. They were spice merchants. Oh yes. They were spice merchants, and so um, basically the king had issued a decree and said, you know, whoever it is that's looting and robbing all these people and getting away with it for so long, they were notorious thieves. Um, He said, when you capture them, don't kill them, because basically we want to know what they're doing. And so he promised them that he would reduce their sentence if they would give their, you know, their secret formula. Mm -hmm. And they basically revealed to him what they were doing. They were using apple cider vinegar and clove and cinnamon and eucalyptus and rosemary and lemon. And um, That is so funny that you know exactly what's in there, Mm -hmm. because there are quite a few. And so then they took that. Yes. And they caught, they made it. And so that is what thieves is. And they called it thieves because they were robbing the bodies. Right. But they did not get sick from such a severe illness that was, you know, a plague. So thieves is very much that. It's immune supporting. Yes. It's very and immune supporting. Antibiotic, antro, you know, fungal, no, I can't, anti- I can't say any of that. But yeah, it is. But you oh, can. that's right. Because like I don't sell anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I couldn't say it. That's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Because doctors can tell you everything about their drugs, but we can't tell you hardly anything about natural stuff. It's right. so ridiculous. It's interesting that what they did with those thieves to get what they did to... Um, 
not to get off the subject, but it sounds very much like what we did with the Germans from Nazi camps, mm-hmm. the ones who were killing people, but they were doing all this research on the, on the they were like gassing people to see how long it would take. They were injecting them with uh, vaccine, like different things that they were going to, like chemical warfare, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff they were doing. And so we wanted their data so they saved them. They didn't kill them, the actual ones who had the data, the doctors who had the data, mm-hmm. and, or, and the chemists and the, you know, rocket scientists who were doing stuff, right, from, for Hitler. And they right. brought them over here, and they are actually the ones that started all the drug companies. That's crazy. It is scary. That's when crazy. you realize if you Pfizer, if you hear the names, they're all, they're all German names um, or Jewish names from Germany that they were helping Hitler at the time. And so that's where our drug companies came from. It's kind of scary. And they first were drug companies the government created for them to do things for the government. But eventually, of course, that's a long story. But it is when you have something very vital to our health or to our, you know, they wanted to get the information so Russia wouldn't get it. Right. So we had to have it. You know, they definitely wanted to rock it to the moon. So they had to get them. (laughs) Just really crazy. But with the thieves, it is one of the best things that... We have in our house. I mean, you clean with it. You, you know, right. uh, brush our teeth with it. It is incredible. And now so Young Living came out with all yeah, this Yeah, they products. have a, it's really, it's been their most popular blend. So it starts as an essential oil blend with all these different single oils in it that were all specially formulated. Um, and then they've gone from that. They've launched a whole line. So yes. they actually have a laundry soap now. If you're not a DIY person, okay. you can get your laundry soap now. They just launched that in August. And I actually tried it sort of skeptically because I've never found a natural laundry soap that I thought did a great job cleaning and it it blew my mind um it's really phenomenal i love it if you're not a diy person you definitely um owe it to yourself to go try that um and with the fells naphtha soap you just blend it (laughs) you just blend it up in a um in a food processor or something like that what do you do so i have my children grade it that's what they they actually (laughs) suggested that right that you just have your kids grade it Mm mm-hmm I didn't do that. My kids were older. So. Now, here's another little tip. Now, I, I don't actually use a microwave for any food ever. Um, I don't care for microwaves in the home. But um, we have one still. There's this, this thing you can – have you ever heard the saying, you can train your kids and you can train your dog, but you can't train your husband? Yes, I have. Okay, so we still have a microwave with that idea in mind. Um, my husband still li- likes his microwave. And so um, uh, my girlfriend that was showing me the recipe for the laundry soap, she said, you can just stick the bar of Fells Naphtha in the microwave for about 30 seconds, and it'll just, like, expand, and then it becomes crumbly. But watch, let it cool all the way, but then you can just kind of crumble it like a like a pastry. That is even easier. It's, I'm like, oh. It's crazy easy. Yes, then you have to clean the food processor or whatever. Right. Okay. Okay, now, for you guys out there going, putting soap in the food processor, you wash your food processor with soap. Yeah. And it it's works. Extra it's extra now. It's clean. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so that is the laundry detergent. Yes. And then what else did you do? Okay, so let me just go back. I want to back up and say the reason why it matters is because our skin breathes in everything while we're wearing these clothes. And so it's just, again, it's the thing that we don't necessarily think about. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily that I got rid of all of my autoimmune condition symptoms because we changed our laundry soap. Um, After a long term in medical care um, and seeking alternative treatment, I I definitely give um, the Lord credit for our healing and, and sending us to the right doctors and stuff. But what we wanted was to prevent further problems and to go back and kind of look at the root cause of why uh, why our systems had gone haywire in the first exactly. place. Because dam- real damage is done with mm-hmm. autoimmune disorders. There is real damage. Right. So for you, you found a doctor who amazingly knew what he was doing and knew he, he could make it go away. And I'm right. saying that the way we say it, make it go away. Mm-hmm. 
most doctors, MDs, will tell you that it never goes away. It just gets a disease and it just gets worse. Right. right? And they just manage the symptoms with medicine. But your doctor did not do that. So can you tell us your doctor's name? Sure. His name is Robert G. Schwartz and he's in South Carolina. And he runs, it's called a pain management and rehabilitation. And I'm sure you can find him. He's in Greenville, South Carolina, Robert G. Schwartz. Well, but a lot of people don't live there. How in the world? Did you live there? No, I live here in Texas. So you went there? Absolutely. Cool. How did you find him? Okay, I cool. found him online. Um, you know, I really, we were praying and we had, we have amazing um, medical facilities here. I have to say, there, we have a local doctor um, named Dr. Hoover that was the genius that diagnosed her. And early diagnosis is the is the key. And so I thank the Lord that, that really he happened to even know what this rare situation was. And once he had diagnosed it, which I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of diagnosis, I think you need to know what the elephant in the room is. Let's, let's so find out what it. it is. Right. Um, so I don't like to live in denial, but I, I also don't agree with the fact that when you get to the end of one road, there's not other roads to turn. So, um, you know, with traditional medicine, they did. I mean, like when we sought treatment here, they said, you know, there's really nothing you can do. We're going to manage the symptoms. Um, and and so I, I found, I searched, I searched and searched and searched. And um, rather quickly, I found this doctor that had done all this research on it and knew so much about it. And um, he and I was learning on his website. He has page after page after page about information about this specific condition and many others. And um, and I and he had done a fellowship in Texas, so I called him to see if he maybe knew a doctor here. And um, and I I couldn't get into Cooks. This was with my daughter. We couldn't get her into Cooks for two months. We couldn't get her into Dallas Children's Medical for two months, and because it was all around the holidays. Right. And um, she, I talked to the nurse there. She said, "Let me ask him." They she came back. She said, "No, he doesn't know anybody there." She said, "But could you come here? Like we could see her." on Monday and this was a Thursday and it was such a fast answer I thought there's no way they're going to be able to get her in you know it just it was I had been praying for an answer but then it dropped in my lap and I was like what is this it so um, I ended up I said well let me let me talk to my husband when he gets home you're kind of not around the corner let me see what we can do and, and I'll call you back and so um, she held the spot for me and she said if you can come we want to he'll make room to see her every day and need to plan to be here for at least a week and you used your insurance yeah mm-hmm. see Okay, now, I just have to say, would you have done that for yourself? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. In fact, when I was diagnosed with this um, almost a year after she was finished, um, my mom was on me. Like, when are you going to get to South Carolina? And I said, well, you know, I know what I'm looking for. I'm going to call around. I'll find a doctor here. And so I called and called and called and knew what I was looking for. Three weeks later, my mom said, stop messing around, get Go to there. South Carolina. So it's funny, as mamas... We take care of our kids better than we take care yes, of ourselves. We, we are crazy about getting our kids well. Yeah. My know? mom was like, I'm going to drag you there if I have to. So anyway, yeah. Well, that's mom. awesome. So Robert Schwartz. Yes. Robert G. Schwartz. And I will say, he's um, he's, he's you're not going to get a warm and fuzzy feeling from him if you oh, need yes, to go see important. him. But you know what? It doesn't matter. He is an awesome doctor. He's very smart. He's a brilliant researcher. And, um, and, and he, I love, no matter who you go to, I feel like people, you want to see a doctor that will allow you to ask questions and will listen to you. And, um, and he does that, but not only that, but he's, he is not going to leave a stone unturned. He wants to know the root cause. So what did he do? It's very, um, he did a lot of things. Um, One of the things you have to do is tone down uh, the nerve response. So um, RSD or sympathetic, um, Chronic regional pain syndrome is where your sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive and it just won't shut off. So, like, you could bump your elbow. And this is why it's such a rare condition that people don't get diagnosed. Well, if you bump your elbow on something, um, it could be that you start having, you know, like you wouldn't expect 
severe pain and maybe it just hurts a little bit and you're just shaking it around the next day it's hurting more and then the next day it's hurting double and then so forth and so on um so that that's your sympathetic nervous system it's working it's just working too much and it's not shutting off like it should and so the first thing he does is he tones down the nerve receptors and so there's ways that he can do some nerve blocking to kind of help just calm down the sympathetic nervous system to kind of help it simmer down now does he have stuff like that on the website yeah, I'm sure it's all on there. Okay. Because he probably is familiar with a lot of different autoimmune. Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't just be <clears throat> RSV. <coughs> so definitely you would want to check out his website. Yes, yes. Check out his website. He, 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 I think he's a brilliant doctor. And like I said, the thing that I love the most about him is he really wants to get to the root of the problem. And so for us, one of the things that he did that was so weird that people don't do here, and I, I was calling around because I was like, this is it. This is what I need to find. It's called an electric sympathetic nerve block. And it's the weirdest thing. It's almost like a TENS unit. Have you ever used a TENS unit? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that, but it's a high-pressure, bigger machine. And um, he puts these suction cups on you in different places and you must do it for five days straight has to have it on for at least 20 minutes at a time and and the way he explained it is it's almost like you're taking the breakers to your house and you're turning them off for 20 minutes and allowing everything to reset and then flipping them back on and so it was like everything down my um, spine where all this um, nervous system is sending signals was being reset and five days straight is the minimum that he'll he'll do it if you can't come five days in a row he won't do it at all so how long did it take from the time when you went back you know because your daughter had gone Mm -hmm. how long did it take for her so the first time we were there he said come make sure you plan to stay here for at least a week my mom okay go ahead and and we were there for two weeks and then we took a break and came home for christmas and then we went back for another two weeks and that was it and that was it for her and then she was in physical therapy from there on out we didn't need to go back anymore for physical therapy is very important Mm -hmm. that's right so for you how long did it take um for me i was there I think I was there for two weeks total. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is so good to know. Yeah. Then your goal was to not let it happen again. Yes. That okay. was our big thing. It was like, okay, once you finally recover from something like that, um, you just really want to become your own detective and sit and mm-hmm. search out, like, what caused this to happen in the first place? Because there are so many, I mean, every so many conditions that are just skyrocketing out of control and we have to start connecting the dots and realizing there's something that's causing this it's not just suddenly happening um and i again as you mentioned there are more toxins today that we get in one day than our parent grandparents got in a lifetime right and it is causing so many illnesses i mean everyone is getting sick Mm -hmm. everyone and this is what they're saying is our generation is the first generation that our kids are going to die before us not before well some of them before us but definitely, they're not going to live as long as we are. Right. That we have. And so we're the first generation to have that happen. Isn't that crazy? But they are, all these kids, I see all these kids in my practice at Life Solutions, and all of them have something. Mm-hmm. They either have severe migraines or they have autoimmune. I can't get over how many kids are getting autoimmune. It's crazy. It is crazy. And well, I want to say something of encouragement because I think that, that it's easy to kind of be down when we talk about this kind of stuff. But according to John Hopkins, of all of these things, conditions that are skyrocketing are environmental. And so that's things that we can take control over. And so that's, to me, that's the good news is this is something we can do something about. We don't have to be a victim of statistics. No. And that's why we're here at Living Well. We want you to know, and at our practice, Life Solutions, we want you to know that there is hope there and that it can all go away. 
not just manage all your symptoms and tell you, you know, just so you feel better as you get sicker and sicker. This show is here so that you can learn ways to have it all go away. And that's what Kristen's teaching us today. So when we get back from break, we'll go ahead about and hear more about what you did in the home. We want to hear that. And so you guys stay right here and we'll be back with Living Well. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to LifeSolutionsCoachingAndCounseling.com or email them at LifeSolutions.com cc at yahoo.com we're all living in the moment but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn it doesn't have to be a challenge but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be on the sky's the limit host karen levitt knows that experience having faced it herself learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ann Beal. And we have, we've had just an incredible show, Kristen. <laughs> well, thank you. We have Kristen Archer on telling us how to get toxins out of our home and to protect our bodies from autoimmune disorders, which is what she had. Mm-hmm. It also protects a million other things. But we did get on the topic of her autoimmune disorder and her daughter and the fact that Dr. Robert Schwartz in North Carolina? South Carolina. South Green, Carolina. Greenville. Um, actually um, treated them and all their symptoms miraculously went away. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted everybody to know about him. Um, and his website, which has a lot of information to help you. And then on break, <laughs> we started talking about maybe what caused it. Because I asked her if the doctor mentioned toxins. And, you know, he can't. I mean, honestly, these doctors can lose their license if they mention natural stuff. Mm-hmm. They're really not allowed, except for the FDA has been sued. So there are certain things like fish oil. They can mention vitamin E, vitamin C, Iron. There are just a few things like that that they are allowed to mention, but nothing else. Right. So for you, you you kept kind of. I was probing. I was probing. <laughs> and because I want, you know, I, I didn't want to just leave well. I wanted to leave and go home and be an advocate for the rest of my family. And, and not come back. I mean, right. I, I think that, you know, I've had people who say they, they've got the lumps above on their eyelids, right? And my husband got one, and we went and had it removed for surgery just to take it out. They don't know. And he said he didn't know what causes it. And we're like, how do we keep it from coming back? Mm-hmm. Well, just wash your face. Which we wash our face every day. Right. We're like, that is not helpful. So we, <laughs> we checked into it. 
and found out how to keep it from coming back. Mm -hmm. And I mean, but everyone else we knew, they would go back. If they had it, it would come back. Because where that little lump was, it would create again. Right. It's always just becoming and coming and coming. And so they don't know most of the time. But you kept probing. I did. I, you know, I kept asking him. I mean, because I—that's how my brain works. I mm-hmm. want to know that. I want to know what happened. What What was the beginning of what went wrong? I think most people are that way. Honestly. Well, you know, um, I hope so. I hope that people do go because you can't, you're not going to find the answer if you don't ask questions. But first of all, the doctors don't have time to spend in there, you know, problem solving your whole life. Um, but I kept asking him different things. And, and um, you know, since we were there for two weeks, I had a lot of downtime in between to think, okay, I wonder if it was this. I wonder if it was that. And one of the things that, that I was sharing with Ann over the break is um, my daughter had had a root canal. And um, it's so sad to me because I research so many things and I don't do anything without really researching it. I mean, if, if, you know, Lord bless my personal physician, because when he writes me a prescription, I go home and I research it. And, you know, right. I know I drive him crazy, but, that's cool. um, but I do that with everything. And, um, and I didn't do that with a root canal. And I'm so, I was so disappointed with myself later. I just, I thought, well, root canals are just standard. That's just, you're removing something. How could that be bad? Well, and and I just heard that myself two weeks ago mm-hmm. and that don't get a root canal. And I was on um, Wellness Warriors, which is a Facebook for longevity where all these professionals and doctors and everyone talk and someone mentioned about that and they're like yeah never get that and everybody's like yeah we know that I'm sitting there going what I didn't know and so I'm like what is it and I so I just yesterday said what is it about the root canals and they answered but I can't remember what they said I just know not to get a root canal Um, and I do have a cavity so I'm gonna go and I'm like okay I've never I had a root canal when I was like 13 Mm -hmm. so your daughter had a root canal right she did. So, you know, I didn't, I hadn't looked into it. I didn't know anything about it. We went and had the procedure done and she was about 15, maybe 14 when that happened. Um, and the rest of her mouth kept growing in that one tooth. It was the front, it was her front left tooth, I believe. Um, it didn't, you know, it just stayed in position and didn't grow since it wasn't living anymore. And, um, and eventually when she was just resting her smile, it looked as if she was missing a tooth because if she, unless she smiled really big, you could see it was there, but it just was like maybe a 16th of an inch shorter than the rest of her teeth and so we went to um to see cosmetic dentist and and I really wanted them to just put maybe a composite on the end just to make it look the same and um, again I went to three different um dentists and they and, and orthodontists and they said well really she just needs to have braces on and we'll just pull it back down well you know didn't think anything about that they said yeah the bone will fill back in it's incredible how our bodies work it'll hold it in place yada 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 so we went and had that done and um it was that started that process started in um Early October, and it was November was when we were training for the turkey trot Mm -hmm. um, and a 5K. That's when she sort of said, man, my ankle's hurting. And then later she sort of did something and her knee hurt. Well, it turns out that that tooth where the root canal is is actually connected to a meridian point that's directly on that same path of the ankle and the knee um, for where she ended up being affected. And so that's just, it's just a theory, you know, it's just a, like, well, and the root canals, you know, um, they do do stuff when they're in there, but also cavities when they get filled. And I've heard story after story of kids that were great and wonderful, and then they go get a cavity, and they do it in the silver color, mm-hmm. which has mercury in it. Right. You don't ever want to get those. You no. want to get porcelain um, or gold, right? And that sounds like pirate. It's a pirate with a gold mouth. But, <laughs> hey, you'll be worth money. It's better than having mercury fillings. Right. Because they say after that, they became behavior problems. They became difficult. There was a preschool kid that just had one not that long ago. And now he's 
in preschool, a kid slid down a slid down a slide behind him, and I just gently hit him, and he grabbed that kid and threw him on the ground, and mom Aggression. just started seeing within two weeks of getting the filling, uh, the mercury fillings, and so you know it's you just don't want to do that. But so parents don't know because we've been taught that we've right. just been taught that dentist dentistry's fine. Yeah, I just went on automatic. I mean, we didn't even think twice about the root root canal, which you know, like I said later on, I was like, I can't believe I did that. But I think what it was is as long as it was in place, it was okay. But but, but there's bacteria that was building up behind there. Um, and so it was in a pocket until we loosened it. And then it was able to move freely in the body or in the bloodstream. How about you? Did you get a root canal? No, I haven't had a root canal. So to me, I feel like, you know, when you put all the pieces together, I and when I teach in my classes, I use a, a Jenga tower because we've played yes. a lot of Jenga in our house. And for me, that makes a lot of sense because the Jenga blocks are really strong when all the pieces are together. You can't really shake it. It doesn't fall down easily. But as we get exposed to different things, it's like pulling out a piece here and a piece there and a piece here and a piece there. Then all of a sudden, it's just one little bump in life and the tower craters. And so that's where I really feel like what happened with my daughter was she had had this root canal that's one piece being pulled out of Mm -hmm. her strong um you know immune system yes her Mm -hmm. immune system and then and then we you know have toxins in our home and I felt like that was another hit on the immune system and um and then you know whenever then she injured sort of twisted her ankle a little bit and then the immune system um responds incorrectly um I think that was just all part of it I think it was a bunch of pieces that were pulled out and I think that unfortunately we are bombarded every day by environmental toxins. And um, as I've done my study, I have I write for that magazine called Living Natural First, which is a local publication. But you could always see, um, well, I have my past three articles are on my website, and it's called War on Toxins. And so you're welcome to go there, back there and look it up. But as I've done my research for that article... I was blown away by how little regulation is actually put on the products that we're using. It's scary. It it's scary. really scary. And um, there used to be a skull and crossbones, but that's bad marketing. So they took that off um, because our parents to buy it? stuff. You know, our parents when we were young, they had that skull and crossbones. I remember, and um, and it it was on things that were lethal. Right. Right. That if you drank it, it would kill you. Um, or if you smelled it. I mean, I remember those. But you don't ever, you don't ever see those anymore. Right. Um, and so my mom, those were kept in a separate location. Right. And she was very careful, often had gloves, plastic gloves, things like that. Those funky kitchen right? gloves. Those bright colored kitchen gloves. We don't have that anymore. Right. What? So, So I know that you did more about that. Um, so what else did you do in your home? Well, so that this is the thing that we don't always think about is we put up, you know, we drive through the cities and we see red, orange, yellow alert for outdoor air pollution. Uh-huh. But yet, according to the EPA, the indoor air pollution is five to a hundred times worse every day inside our homes. And those are the things that we're bringing in. And so that would be our candles with all the synthetic fragrances. That would be our, even our dishwashing soap I, I've had, right. it took me a while to figure that one out and hand soap but as it's drying and all that is pumping into your home from the dishwasher mm-hmm. hand soap is a huge one for me so I've got a recipe on my website for how you can make your own natural hand soap because that is another That's, thing like we're, we're covered by our clothes every day so all day exposure to whatever we're washing our clothes in we wash our hands so many times a day so that was the second one in my house was first um, the laundry soap then it was hand, hand soap. soap and then it was um, like body wash so we got rid of the um, the synthetic chemicals that are in our soaps. And you know what's crazy? I started to say this earlier, but whenever you clean up your diet and you take certain things out, then you 
go back and you try to eat something that was what you used to eat all the time. And it's overwhelming how crazy much sodium it has or how much sugar it, you can taste in it. But scents are like that, too. When you give your body a, a moment to reset, you will be surprised how overwhelming those fragrances are. They're, they're almost, they, I get a headache almost immediately when I go down the I try to avoid them like crazy. Well, hand soap is very easy to make. I was so blown away again. I had to say, this can't be hard. And then when you see how easy it is, I just got a a bar of soap, and I used a natural bar of soap, Mm -hmm. right? And glycerin. Isn't it glycerin? Yes, vegetable glycerin. That you buy, again, in the grocery store, Mm -hmm. and you blend it together, and voila. Is there anything I'm missing except for a scent? Well, so um, I actually don't use the one. I don't do any grading on that one. This is so easy. You can just get the Dr. Broner's or Dr. Woods has a natural Castile soap. And I'll get the unscented. Yes. But it's Castile soap. So it's an old-timey soap, and it's liquid already. You can use this for your body wash. Um, no harmful chemicals in it at all. Um, but I use it. It's like a quarter of a cup of that soap. And you, I'll get like a little 8-ounce foamer. Quarter cup of Castile soap in an 8-ounce foamer with a teaspoon of Veg, of a glycerin, the vegetable glycerin. I think it's a quarter teaspoon. I have the recipe up here. I make it in a big batch so that now I have my own refills and I can just right. go back and refill everything. But and that's I, all there is to it. I do that and I have them all around the house, but I also have them at the office. And again, my children laugh at me. Uh, a lot of people do, and I, but I always have it and it's under the sink and I just pull it out and refill them, mm-hmm. right? Because I use these gallon jugs to keep it in yeah. and take it wherever I need to take it. And it smells wonderful. I use different scents in the men's than in the women's. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, did you add oil? Do you add yes, oil? So, so, I, so I don't put it in my refill because again, I want to just change my mind every time I make my soap. Um, and, and depending on the season too. So like I just did one in my bathroom that's got orange and thieves so that it smells that. like fall. Um, and then as it gets closer to Christmas, I'll probably do a pepper mint and maybe a spruce something like that so it's Christmassy but I, I need your recipe so that I can find out how to do it with the bar of soap well you just take a bar of soap right and you grind it up what kind you, of soap though you can use any soap you know and I used a natural soap from France because mm-hmm. I just got back from France okay and it had lavender mm-hmm. it was a lavender smell which a lot of people think lavender they hate the smell of lavender but they don't realize when you use natural oils the lavender is not that it's not that smell right and this was made from natural oils so I just ground up that soap used a little bit of glycerin and um, water and so did you have to heat it over the stove to melt it in yes Okay. And so I just heated it in a pot and it was amazing. And um, again, it was in the winter. When You're we, making gourmet hand soap. That's gourmet <laughs> hand soap. Yeah, that's gourmet. But you can use any bar of soap. Um, I wanted it to smell pretty and I thought, oh, I have that because I didn't have natural soap, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do it the way it said. And so again, I just Googled it and found well, it. <laughs> so you're saying any bar of soap, but really you want to make sure it doesn't have all the parabens and right. the SLS and things like that. Those Which are the chemicals the, that you want to avoid. The Castile soap, I have heard about that recently. Mm-hmm. So Castile soap is already liquid. Yes, it's so easy. So all you have to do is add a scent. It's so easy, yes. Awesome. And you wonderful. can find it on sale a lot of times at Sprouts or Whole Foods. They'll have a big 32-ounce bottle, which I can make gobs and gobs of hand soap with 32 ounce bottle gobs and gobs gobs and gobs <laughs> and so the dish soap you guys can find all this on her website mm-hmm. the health revolution.com remember the o-i-l instead of just o-l yes and the word um, the at the beginning the at the beginning and she has her facebook same thing and these recipes will be on there they're on both yes mm-hmm. if you can't find it i mean you can always google it but the googling ones that you find are just making your own to save money to be frugal but they don't take out the toxins mm-hmm. so you just want to make sure the Castile soap you can also use in the dishwasher if you would like. But it's it's better if you go on her website or you can call her. Ask her if she could give out her phone number today. Yes. 
You can call me at 817-715-4445. So that's 817-715-4445. You've given us such great ideas to take the toxins out. And I know that over the Thanksgiving show last week, we talked a lot about the diffuser, the fragrances in the air instead of Glade and Mm -hmm. Febreze. Don't spray those in the air. You know, and you they do take out the smell, but you don't realize what you're doing. You're taking out the smell at your, at your risk of getting toxins in your body because they have a lot in them. And so you mentioned just the oils. Yes. Spraying so those. So you know what I just read? I read that um, that Febreze actually doesn't take out the, the odors. It covers them up. It changes the receptors in our brain. Oh, so we can't so smell So that them. we can't smell them. Okay. Well, see, guys, we don't <laughs> want to do that. We don't want to be changing our brain from stuff we're spraying in the air. Right. So we wish you a wonderful week. And toxin-free week from all these wonderful things that we've learned today. And also, thank you for telling us about your autoimmune disorder. Absolutely. And how you got it to go away. Because there are lots of people out there listening that they or their children have that or are starting to get that. We all want to know how to make that go away. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Living Well. And I'm your host, Ann Bill. You guys have a great week. Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beal airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.